Guess who's back? Back, back again. Stoop Stories. Stoop Stories is back. It's time to get off of the stoop. So if you've been on it, you're ready to get off the stoop. Back and better than ever. And here's what makes us better than ever right now. Evolution. And over the last, well, it's been, I guess, since November was the last Stoop Stories. And since November, a lot has happened in Southwind. A lot has happened in our lives. And I think it's always really great practice to share with the rest of the world the things that you're learning about success, about life, about leadership, whenever you have the opportunity to. I feel like it's about passing as much information as we possibly can. And I'm excited to share some new stuff. So I'll... Let me just tell you what we've been up to over the last, I don't know, eight months, because <laughs> it's been a long time. So in the last eight months, we've, gosh, acquired, I think, three different companies. We were named one of the fastest companies in Kansas City from a growth standpoint, number two in one magazine, number 26 in another magazine. Uh, we were, gosh, we're in the process of scaling up this business to over a $100 million enterprise this year, and man, done a lot of great hiring and brought a lot of great, talented people into Southwind, and we're really excited about where we're going and uh, really excited about how we're gonna get there as well. Without a doubt, and our fearless leader, is in Ingram's Magazine uh, for 40 under 40. That also happened, we can't overlook that. That, that did happen, so yeah, and, uh, what an honor. And, and any time you get an uh, you know, award like that or somebody recognizes you for the work that you've done, it's always important for you to recognize that you didn't actually do it yourself. And the only reason I was able to receive a, an award like that was because of all the work that's been done here at Southwind and across the United States, all the hard work uh, and all the talented people that have worked together to build something that was worth recognizing. So uh, excited to share that with everybody. Great leaders create leaders. You've done that. You've done that well. Thank you very much. So let's talk about today's topic. And, you know, when we think about how we'll do Stoop Stories moving forward, we're going to let it be fluid. We've done a lot of different things. We've come at it from a perspective of we're going to give you 20 minutes of hardcore action. Then we're like, man, that's a long time. Let's look at five minutes. Now we're just going to do whatever the hell feels right. I'm alive. Does that sound good? We like to keep it fluid in here, and I think why we should keep it fluid is because things change. And as things change, we have to evolve yeah. and adapt. Mm-hmm. All right, so t- today's topic is something near and dear to my heart. You know, over the past 15 years of leading people, there's been a lot of truths that I've recognized, but one, none more important than this. You can't lead with your head down. So we've coined the phrase in Southwind, called Heads Up Leadership. And so as we talk about Heads Up Leadership today, we're going to give you lots of different concepts here. Uh, And hopefully you'll start to gain a little understanding of what we're trying to accomplish here in Southwind and what you can accomplish when you're running a business of your own. Okay, so I'll paint a picture for you, okay? Businesses, by and large, are comprised of people working together. Agree? Aligned. And generally, there's a leader that's responsible for the growth, development, and success of the group. Fair? Yep. Okay. As a leader, when I say things like you can't lead with your head down, what I mean is in order to lead effectively, you have to see and be aware of your people and what's happening in their lives and in your business. And so here's an example. We work with lots of frontline teammates that are the backbone of our business. And it's our responsibility 
to ensure that they have a great experience in our organization. It's our responsibility to make sure that they have growth and development so they can become who they were meant to become, all right? Heads Up Leadership is about watching one of those fine people walk in and they're feeling bad that day. They've got their head down, their body language is bad, and they walk by you. I would venture to guess that most leaders, they think to themselves, man, what's wrong with LeDrew? Wonder why he's acting that way today. Heads up leadership is, yes, understanding and recognizing that, but also taking the time to grab LeDrew, bring him aside and say, hey, what's going on? You're, you know, is everything okay? Is there anything that I can help you with? When you're in the home service space like we are, your people are your product. And so as they're going out there and delivering service, if their body language is bad, if their attitude isn't where you need it to be, uh, you, it's unlikely you're going to get the effect that you're hoping to achieve. So Heads Up Leadership is about catching those moments to create a collision, if you will, that can change the trajectory of someone's day. All at the same time changing the trajectory of your business. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Your people walk by you every day and there's an opportunity for you to impact them. Some people, most people, send out what, what I'd like to call distress signals. And what I mean by that is, they are, bad body language is saying, hey, come talk to me. People know their body language is bad, and if they didn't want you to say something, they'd have acted like they were happy. Was that, is that fair to say? Without a doubt. You know, and so, uh, an, another distress signal is poor performance in the field. If I'm not performing well, I'm sending you a distress signal that you need to do something. You need to talk to me. You need to coach me. I don't know what I'm doing. Most people, they want to do a good job. They don't come in to fuck it up. They want to, they want to be good. They want to make more money. They want to have more opportunity. But something happens in the middle of that that creates uh, a, you know, some challenge that doesn't allow them to reach their full potential. And it's our responsibility as leaders to redirect them and help them find that. Yeah, so as I hear you say that, if you take notes during Stoop Stories, write this down. Heads up, leadership increases output. And mm -hmm. in leadership, that's what our aim is, is to increase the output of the organization uh, to, in order to achieve results ultimately. And as I hear you say those things, I think of um, the fact that we are getting better over the last eight months as an organization mm -hmm. at receiving feedback because that's what it takes to capture that opportunity that we're discussing. And when I say feedback, be it verbal from one peer to another, or by seeing something, that the distress signal going up. You know, I think of um, the challenge of receiving feedback. It's not easy because of human nature mm -hmm. to tell us that we did a great fucking job. Yeah. No, I get you. And, and when we talk about feedback, it comes in a lot of different ways. Like Without a doubt. Some of it verbal, some of it nonverbal. Mm -hmm. But the world's providing you feedback all the time. All the time. There's all these things coming to you. And some of them come in uh, the frame of numbers and KPIs. And a lot of times, if we have heads down leadership, we're avoiding the numbers, we're avoiding what they tell us, and we're just doing whatever the hell we feel like we want to do at that, at that point. No heads up leadership is about recognizing the opportunities because we're identifying, because our head is up, we have the ability to identify where the opportunities are and then make changes systematically to try to improve the, the output, which is kind of like what you were talking about. No doubt, no doubt. You know, in order to capture this opportunity, which is always a moving target because your head, you're going to miss something. Mm -hmm. So you need that feedback from the universe and from the people that you can trust. 
you know, I, I look at what it takes to have heads up leadership. Yeah. And that is an open mind that you're not a rock star. To that extent, I've received some, a lot of feedback from you this week on opportunities to mm -hmm. improve. And heads up leadership has the courage to say, wow, I had my head down when I had it, when I should have had it up because I didn't identify the highest impact activity that actually produces the output that we're looking for. Yeah, in addition to what, what you're saying there, uh, you know, what, what comes to me when I think about heads up leadership and how to create that in your life is intent. Intentionality. Like having an objective of what I'm trying to achieve. That allows me to... Think holistically mm -hmm. about what I'm encountering. Okay, so like heads up leadership is about like not being oblivious to the situations and things that are happening in, in the life and in the business and creating strategy that allows you to understand how to execute or what you should execute to achieve the objective. So this whole concept of just keeping your head up and trying to see the opportunities, strategize and eliminate the, the challenges and create really what you're out there to create, which is output, performance, outcomes. You know, that's what we're talking about here. It, what, it, can I ask you, is there anything else? So we talk about intentionality. We talk about basically not buying your own bullshit. No doubt. Okay, uh, what else creates high uh, heads up leadership? You know, I would, I would honestly say um, constantly bettering yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to evolve as the business evolves or you get left in the dust. And heads up leadership comes by way of information to attack the opportunity yeah. with. So how much better have you gotten? And, and, and how are you intentional about your development? Well, yeah, let's, and let's just pause there and say, well, it's like information gathering as a whole creates heads up leadership. Without a doubt. Because it shows you new opportunities because as you learn and evolve, you see things through a different lens, which makes you more effective from a decision-making standpoint. So let's use those top three and just, just kind of say them again. So step number one, don't buy your own bullshit. Be willing to take feedback. Be willing to give feedback. Step number two, be, have intent with the things you do. Intentionality, like knowing what you're trying to accomplish. Napoleon Hill calls that definite in purpose. That's right. Okay. And, and number three? Uh, would be information gathering. Yeah. yeah. And, and, the re and the reason why I paused there was because I want to add a, a fourth one. Um, and that's have courage to have oh, as man, a yeah. leadership and to give the feedback. Yeah, let's talk about that courage piece real yeah. quick because I think that's really, really, really uh, important. And I always say, hey, don't be a C word. That's it. I tell people, don't be a C word. And they look at me like, damn, what does he really mean when I say that? C word to me is a coward. Yeah. And that's the antithesis of having courage. Yeah. I see something that you did that was wrong and doesn't lead to you achieving no your your goals and your dreams that you told me you were wanting to achieve, mm -hmm. and I said nothing. That means I'm a coward. Yeah. I see an opportunity to have a tough conversation, to redirect behavior, and I choose not to do it. That means I'm a coward. Yeah. Okay? The uh, antithesis is having courage. We have to have courage to be a great leader. You have to be willing to step out mm. And say things understanding that they may not be popular. Yes, man. And as I hear you say that, you know, coming to this organization, uh, I've had to have, cur have courage to have difficult conversations. And I, and um, you know, I think the most challenging part, from a courage standpoint, is having the courage to believe that you're not a freaking rock star. You do have areas for improvement, which allows you to be open-minded. So, like I, I say, I think I'm awesome, but actually. 
I don't, which is why I'm open to the feedback because I know I'm going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I work on in my own household. So it's like, hey, son, like, no offense, to the, but I don't like clutter and I don't need this, these huge stacks of paper. And he was aligned with that. But I will hang up that 4.0. You know, like we will hang up all the certificates for your academic achievements that he is a scholar in. Like that is, that is fucking awesome. You know, we have to be open to believing that we have room to grow mm -hmm. and work to do within ourselves. So I'm always open to gathering information because I recognize that I need it and it's only gonna make me more impactful and, and, and help me contribute to the, the mission as a whole. Great, so in closing, it's these four things, okay? It is step number one, don't buy your own bullshit. Step number two, be, be, intentional. be intentional. Everything with intent. Step number three is information gathering. And step number four is don't be a C word. Have courage. All right, get off the stoop. Stoop stories.